Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest Gump. 20 years this week, Forrest Gump was released. One, one of my all-time favorite That's movies. Amazing. One of the great running movies, you know, along with Chariots of Fire and, you know, this probably a good handful of great running movies. Oh, yeah. Like, like baseball movies. But uh, but yeah, Forrest Gump. Twenty years this it week does it was not released. seem that long ago. It's a fabulous movie. I watched it the other day and just went, wow! This, this it still holds up. It's still fantastic. Well, that's, and, that's amazing. People are still watching it. Still interested. I've probably seen it eh, ten times. I still watch it. You know. You know, Tom Hanks is up there as one of our requests for for this show to actually talk about running because because he, cool. he does run mm-hmm. and uh, and get his opinion on running. But yeah, you're listening to Running Flat Radio. Chris Yzinski, <laughs> Kelly Steele uh, from the Windsor Stars in, in the studio it's we, we we didn't we weren't here last week because of holidays and we also in running flats history we did a double week event that's pretty crazy it's really crazy and uh and you know special thanks to all the volunteers that came out because we did canada day on the tuesday and then on the saturday we did rock me anaphylaxis uh, in downtown windsor how did kiss sound they sounded awesome <laughs> they were loud they were awesome kiss destroyer was, was was fantastic at the finish line and there's lots of pictures at facebook uh rock me anaphylaxis on that page that you can check out a lot, a lot of people have tagged themselves in pictures and also posted pictures and we did the same thing for canada day but you know what was really amazing this entire um week you know i mean because you know tuesday you know we're, we're out early saturday we're out early and we see lots of runners we see lots of people so many came up to me and said I'm here because of you and Kelly, and 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 I'm running because of you and Kelly, or I'm walking because nice? you and Kelly, and I was just I was just floored that is really uh, nice. about about all the response that we had out there, um, because traditionally, you know, in a race, I'm not the guy to talk. I, I got I'm 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 flying. And uh, it was just it was just so great to uh, to kind of sit down and, and talk to some of those people about you know what they liked about the show and you know topics that they want to hear about mm-hmm. and you know talking about topics we've got uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Melissa Kidd is is Ditello is in the studio with us today. We're going to talk about eye health, mm-hmm. uh, more specifically, you know, talk about sunglasses. You know, as yep. runners, we're going out. You know, what, what do we have to look out for? What do we have to do? You know, how do we protect our eyes? Because we only got, you know, one set of eyes. And I'm so, sure as runners, running out in that sun all the time, that has to be doing some damage in our eyes if we're not, if we don't have glasses on. Absolutely. And proper glasses. And, and one of the things that really uh, kind of hit home for me was, you know, I was going through the pictures before they got posted on Facebook. And one of the pictures, 
every single runner, as far back as you can see for like half a kilometer, all had shades on. Really? And I thought, wow. I said, you know, <laughs> that, that's, that's impressive. So somebody's, you know, thinking and, and, and watching out for themselves. So we're going to talk to, to, uh, to Dr. Melissa probably in about 15 minutes or so. And then Michael Doyle is going to come on and we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff that's happening at Canadian Running Magazine. But you should hear about the times that we had this weekend. What was he running for? Oh, it, was, it was crazy. It was and crazy. it was one of them, Ryan Allison? Well, he came in second. Okay. At uh, at because you know he was defending his title. Yep. Uh, at at the official Canada Day uh, 5K so run. So he rep out like a 17. No, 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 no. So I'm dying to know who beat him then, because that guy was probably crazy, crazy fast to beat Ryan. Well, exactly, and and they were so. Um, you know, it's it, when you look at Canada Day. You know, it starts at the fort, kind of winds itself around Toddy Jones Park, goes all the way up and down. Um, the uh, Dalhousie, you know, up and down the, the coast, mm-hmm. you know, along the uh, Detroit River. It's an amazing course. And it's one, one of my all-time favorite courses only because the neighbors get involved. They had watering uh, stations out. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Lowe from the uh, the Amherstburg uh, uh, Running Club had, had, a, had a big party of, of Amherstburg runners out there, oh, you know, nice. cheering people on. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's an amazing time. And, and Canada Day was so much fun. So the winning time for Canada Day was 16.43, and it was Andrew uh, Aguano. Okay. Yeah, he, he works at a running factory. And uh, and, and Ryan was, was a distant, uh, not-so-distant second uh, by a couple seconds. Those uh, are crazy times. Yeah. Eh? And, um, and Who was, what was your first woman? Megan Smith from St. John's, Newfoundland. Get out. Oh yeah, That's Pe- cool. people travel these running flat events. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> it's pretty flattering, eh? And she was twenty fifty. Nice. It was was her winning time, but the Rock Me Anaphylaxis time was the one that threw me off. I think the most. Uh, Dave Malosh, who's a, a, a young runner out of Tecumseh at sixteen nineteen. Wow. <laughs> I thought I thought that was That's fast. Yeah, that was really fast. How old is he? Sixteen, you said. He's he's twenty two. Twenty two. So, young man out of uh, out of Tecumseh, just just blazing that, that 5K, and he said he hasn't raced since November. Wow! Can you imagine if he, <laughs> if he was on his roll right now racing? It must be all pent up or something. It, I don't know. But what but, was the girl for but, that? But, but, but congratulations to uh, uh, it was Kelly Kelly Moore um, oh, really? at twenty thirty nine. A great run, um, and oh, of course like... that's up and down Riverside, uh, mm-hmm. the Riverfront Trail. Just a wonderful. Uh, uh, run kind of ending back at the the fork and cork and you know kiss playing in the background you had a bunch of tokens you can go mm-hmm. buy food how was the food um, it was great it was great and you know and we had uh three vendors set up early in the morning that did um uh, allergy free foods right mm-hmm. so so gluten-free dairy-free uh egg-free and nut-free uh foods as well mm-hmm. which is well, I told you, which I is a, tough to do i had a chance last week to talk to ashley who's was your i think your spokesperson for the run right and i was just amazed that uh you know she has a allergy to dairy and to eggs and you know you don't really realize how much stuff dairy and eggs right down to your shampoo right down to maple syrup like it blew me away what a challenge that would be and she's just such a positive woman i'm sure i'm sure the day of the run she probably gave you one heck of a speech too, she right? did 12 years old she's amazing she's she, she, she did a wonderful like job. she's 19 yeah like she, it's amazing she did a wonderful job so rock me in a phylaxis so and of course right now the big push right now is for run for heroes and the color run because the mm-hmm. color run comes in two weeks uh, or less than two weeks on the 19th in windsor you know what's cool about the color run is that you don't have to be a runner to come out and do it because you can walk run it you can just walk it you can bring your family 
it's really a cool event if you've never done it before. It's, it's just all about the event and about the event experience, about coming out in a white shirt and getting it completely dirty. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you remember last year, people were talking for weeks afterwards about how much fun they had at that event. That doesn't normally happen for usually a run. It's a couple of days after that was weeks and weeks. We kept it up on our billboard at the star. The photos from it were so amazing. I think that ran for like two weeks up on our big uh, sign. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously the, the color run is an event experience like mm-hmm. like no other in the world and and the reason for that is just because it kind of it's almost primal that it gets you dirty like a little kid and you have a lot of fun doing it and people still to this day have their profile pictures their color run pictures yeah, a year later yeah. so you know we'll, we'll see if we can renew those those profile pictures on facebook for you well it's kind um, of cool too a friend of mine she runs her friend is just a new runner so for her birthday what did she get her she got her an entry into the color run nice. that was her, and i think that's a great birthday present yeah Oh, it's great, and uh, and of course the other the other big event that uh, that we're it's selling fast. It's not sold out yet. The fight the the ten k or the uh, the half marathon for the Run for Heroes weekend because it really is a whole weekend, right? Yeah. It's it's the it's the Health Expo, it's the five k, the Superheroes five k, right? The Run for Superheroes five k that we do mm-hmm. on the Saturday. It's the new Kids Marathon, which, you know, I, I think we had 50 registrations in the first two days. That's excellent. And we opened up registration for the Kids uh, Marathon, which is, it's a virtual 41, and then you come back and do the uh, uh, the 1K with the with, with your with your child yeah. at the fort and get a get a real marathon medal for that. And then we also have uh, the, the 10, the, the half, and the, uh, the whole 42-kilometer Boston qualifier the next day, so... Mm-hmm. You know, you're uh, you're listening to Running Flat Radio. We're, we're running late into this break, but uh, before we do, we should uh, just do song of the week really quickly. It's Eleanor Rigby by uh, the letters from the fire. Eleanor Rigby picks up the rice in the church where a wedding has been. Lives in a dream, waits at the window. Take a bite out of the Big Apple with Porter Airlines. New York City is ready for you to take a big, tasty bite of it. From the hot dog carts in the streets to the penthouse restaurants in the sky. Discover this land like never before at discoveramerica.com. And discover in-flight service like never before with Porter Airlines. Always with competitive fares, no matter how you slice it. Porter. Flying refined. We're here live at the soccer field talking to kids who play Timbits soccer. Tim Horton supports over 200,000 kids in Timbits soccer where there's all... Whoa! How many kids? 200,000. Wow! 200,000 kids? Yep. That's more than my school. That's every kid in the world. Well, not quite, but it's a lot. Timbits Soccer, 200,000 kids playing one really fun game. Your local Tim Hortons restaurant owners are proud to support over 3,300 boys and girls who play Timbits Soccer in Windsor, Essex. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Tonight, a 40% chance of showers and a risk of a thunderstorm, but clearing near midnight, gusty wind becoming light near midnight, a low of 15. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud, a 30% chance of showers, a high of 22. Wednesday night, clear, a low of 12. Thursday and Friday, sunny both days, high 
high of 25 on Thursday, 27 on Friday. Once again, a 40% chance of showers and a risk of a thunderstorm tonight, but clearing near midnight, gusty wind becoming light near midnight and a low of 15. More advice from your Mopar service experts. Hey, Joe, uh, I know you get asked this all the time, but mm. what does Mopar really stand for? It stands for trust and for knowing the latest technology, for only using the right tools and parts and making only the best choices for your vehicle. It also means we stand behind our work like I stand behind this badge. Wow, a little longer answer than I expected, but I'm really impressed. Mopar expertise begins with peace of mind maintenance service for just $69.95. See your Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram retailer for details. Mopar people, Mopar parts. Guests, contests, local events. Follow the morning drive on Twitter. I feel like I know all the people on the morning show, so it's nice to see their update. At Mike Lisa 800. Looking to start running? Strap on a pair of comfortable shoes. Now put one foot in front of the other and keep going. It's that easy. This is this is Running Flat Radio on AM 800. Oh, yeah. 20 years this week, Forrest Gump. I always um, cry in that movie, too. <laughs> I always oh, cry. It's like Field of Dreams. As soon as the stars, <laughs> I start to cry. And I know what's going like to happen. Little, I still cry. Weep like a little girl. You want to play catch? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, it's uh, talk to me about your your uh, your run to learn, your learn to run clinics. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying to you, I'm a crazy busy person right now. I'm doing five clinics a week. Uh, Monday night in Essex at uh, six o'clock, I teach a learn to run. It's an off the couch and learn to yep. run 5K. So I do that every Monday night at Beach Walk in Essex. Tuesday nights at 5.45 in LaSalle, I do the Learn to Run Clinic there. And then Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock in Bell River, I do another Learn to Run at 6 o'clock. And, um, you know, it's open to uh, members and non-members. And it's one of those programs where, you know, it's a lot of women, but guys are invited as well. But it's really walk-run. Like tonight what we did was you walk for one minute, you run for two. Walk for one minute, and you just keep doing that. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, the first couple of weeks, everyone's kind of looking, going, this is really easy. And I, I just say to them, you know what? It's going to get tougher yeah, really fast. So will. just enjoy it. And the goal is within uh, 10 weeks, I'll be running for 30 minutes straight, which cool. is a 5K for most of them. Maybe I'll come out next week. You should come out. I think I will. You know, and then I told you too, every Thursday and Saturday morning, we have a women's uh, half and full marathon clinic. And it's just, um, you know, it, it, I don't. I've said to you over and over again, a lot of people say to me, you know what, why would I join a group? I can go online, I can print off a program for free. Why would I pay someone to train me? You know what you're paying for? You're paying for the motivation, you're paying for the company, other runners. And, you know, a lot of times when you pay the money, that gets you off the couch, that gets you out the door because, you know, it it absolutely is. And then, of course, you know, with with my uh, half marathon clinic, I've been pushing people, sign up for a race. Run for Heroes is coming up. And, you know, with some of these beach walk groups, I've been saying, you know, this is perfect into your uh, your 5K in Amsburg. So, you know, you have to set a goal. In fact, my column this week's all about that. There's so many excuses out there. Get rid of the excuses. Just do it. Just do it. And I think uh, someone already coined that phrase, someone didn't they? Did. Someone <laughs> did. Someone made a lot of money on that, by the way. Um, so, you know, in studio we have uh, Dr. Uh, Melissa Kidd-Tillo, who, uh, first off, I've known for a long, long time. And, uh, and she's a runner. As I well, know. yeah. As a matter of fact, she <laughs> loves running. We we just we just actually talked about that in the commercial break, and uh, and you have a practice in in Amherstburg, the uh, Amherstburg Vision Center. I do, yeah. And um, which I do go to. So mm-hmm. I've got my my beautiful my, glasses you're wearing. Yes, I've, I've got my <laughs> very I, I, nice. I've got my Adidas sunglasses. <laughs> 
and uh, and really, you know, it's it's so interesting to me because at home I have this this huge collection of sunglasses, which I I'll, I'll admit openly on the air, and and mostly because depending on when I ran, I use different glasses. Mm-hmm. Right, I've got an orange pair for for those early mornings and those in those low light conditions, along with the yellow pair. Yeah. And then I've got, you know, the, the super, super dark pair for, you know, the long runs during the uh, the hot summer days. And then I've got, uh, you know, I've got the, the clear safety glasses, you know, mm-hmm. that, that I also wear on, on, on the Is rainy. Is that for trail running? <laughs> uh, trail running and rainy days, yeah. right? Yep. Just to make sure we don't have it out. But, you know. I, do I you re- color code them with your outfits at all? Do you have that many of them? I think he does. <laughs> I think he does so. too. Very fashionista. Because I notice his other glasses match his watch. They, <laughs> I noticed that too. The black and the red, or the, the orange. So anyway, <laughs> I really wanted to get Melissa in studio because I really wanted to talk about eye safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you know, this is the season to be out in the trails, to be, uh, to be out when it's raining, mm-hmm. and, and really get a good understanding of of environmental conditions and the eyes. And so let's talk about what's really important about about eye health. Mm-hmm. for for individuals and then we can get into running okay so so firstly i guess you want to know about uva uvb you always hear it you see it on everything you want to protect your eyes from these rays what are they and how are they affecting your eyes um predominantly there's uvb which you hear all the time and it affects the you know the mel the melanin pigment pigment it stimulates it it's the most um common cause of like your cancers and your eye cancers you can you can get cancer of the eye which isn't people don't know as much about um, a lot of the time as well you see little spots on people's eyes that are irritated that's from your your uvb um, your cornea which is the front surface of your eye where it's kind of dome shaped if you look from the side from someone that um, actually absorbs 100 percent of the uvb rays so a lot of damage can occur that occur there Um, Now, your UVA rays are the ones that actually pass through your cornea, through your lens inside your eye to the back of the eye, which is the retina. So the lens, which you might have heard about um, cataracts before, that's a very common eye disease that occurs from UVA, from the sun, um, as well as retinal diseases, macular degeneration, you might have heard of before, is caused by UVA as well. And it's a lot of the time, you can get things from short exposure, but a a lot of it is over time of exposure, exposure to these rays. Um, And over time that you can end up with cataracts, which is quite common these days, macular degeneration. Um, So what we do at the office actually is every patient that comes in, we're always trying to educate them on how to protect your eyes, how to protect them from the sun, what you can do. Um, We really try when someone comes in, and Chris would know because he's at the office quite often, I would say. (laughs) Um, You know, we try to see what you do if you're a runner, if you're a boater, if you're uh, pilot, you know, whatever you may be, so we can kind of help figure out what we can do to help protect your eyes. So then pretty much if you get a pair of glasses off you and I want them for running, mm-hmm. if I'm going to boat in them and golf in them, I may need different glasses. Yeah, there's very, that's what we really try to ask because there's very specific things that we can give you to optimize um, the protection for your eyes and even just for the fit maybe of the frame that's going to be better for you. So a lot of people have just say regular eyeglasses that they just need for prescription. Um, you know, it's going to help. You're going to get some protection if we do maybe a transition lens that changes color in the sun. Um, but, you know, something that's actually fully wrapped touching your eyebrows sort of solid on the sides um, of your face that's actually going to give you more protection um, let's say if you're a runner you're going to want something a lot of the times they come with um, the frames that we sell come with specific materials I'm not going to go through every material but that sort of helps um, with the sweat so it doesn't fall off your nose and slip all the time and then the material on the arms too it just sticks to you a little bit better mm-hmm. a lot of people if you're a runner you know that 
it kind of you get that chafing sometimes too so the materials are made a little bit different there's also um, a lot of the frames for running in particular that come with little air pockets so there's a little bit of circulation right. um, you're not getting that fogging sometimes if you're a really big sweater and that's, that's actually <laughs> I've heard a bunch of people that's yeah. a big complaint with which is why they don't want to run in glasses because they sweat they fog up on them yeah I, I don't have that issue myself in particular but we have a lot of people that come in that you just it just depends you get mm-hmm. a lot of heat actually comes from inside the eye um so if you're releasing a lot of heat you're going to get that sweat behind the lens um there's specific coatings too there's actually one um it's just something that you wipe on the lens inside and it helps so it doesn't the sweat doesn't create as much Mm -hmm. and there's that as well that we can sell when people want it now you hear over and over again that the sun is crazy hot you know you've been told you know wear sunscreen everything else now just because the sun is is hot for our skin it's Mm -hmm. still just as damn as damaging to our eyes like are you finding a big difference is it making a difference sorry what what do you mean just how everyone says now that you know with the ozone layer and everything the sun is really hot and you know you have to be really careful you can't be outside as long as you used to be are you finding with eyes too that that's well it's the same thing and actually it's not just the heat it's the uv index right and everyone sort of hears the different levels so obviously the higher the uv index is the the less you should be hanging out outside. <laughs> um, the worst time of the day is that 10 to 2. Okay. The 10 to 2, it's going to be a little bit worse. Um, the UV index is a little bit higher, so you want to keep inside. And with my children, at that time, you know, we're outside a little bit in the morning, and then mm-hmm. it's oh, inside. You know, there's only so much you can sunscreen, and right. they wear sun sunglasses. My, my little ones are 10 months and two and a half, and they're, they're always, they just know they pop them on when we go outside. So, look, the, the big question, yes. the big question that we yeah. need to, the, the big elephant in the room okay. that we need to talk about is, what is the difference between my pair of Oakleys or Adidas or, 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 or <laughs> whatever you're wearing, you know, yeah. and, you know, the gas station, you know, on, yeah. on, on Telegraph's $7 pair of sunglasses, that says UVA, UVB on it as well. Mm-hmm. So, what's the real difference? Well, there's differences depending on the lens and the frame. So the frame itself, they're made, first of all, the quality is a little bit um, harder, I would say. It lasts a little bit longer. It's a little bit stronger. They're made specifically for um, the different sports. So we, we have a little, lot of little different frames at our office for the different sports. So as I said, the different materials for the non-slip, the different air pockets. You're not going to get that at a gas station sort of pair of glasses. You might get something where the lens is 100% or 99% UVA, UVB. If it says the sticker's on there, something has approved that it was. Um, <laughs> like who? But- <laughs> who? Who has approved that? Um, the, the guy in China who's packing it? or or you know, like, I'm like, assuming you those know, ones are the no ones that we get. There's no federal body that, that, that approves these things at a retail level, right? Um, well, the ones that we get, they are approved when we get them. So we know that they are. Um, the other thing with them, as well as the the curved, if you notice a lot of running glasses or sports glasses are curved, mm-hmm. um, a lot of warpage occurs when the, the lens isn't the proper quality or the proper, proper thickness, um, as well as there's something called um, your pupillary distance that's in a frame, and it's sort of made in the center of the frame. So if it's not um, exactly where it needs to be, sometimes that causes warpage as well, and it causes some distortion. People notice a lot. I don't know if you've ever purchased glasses from one of the wherever, and if it's just sort of too wrapped, you get a little warpage, and it feels a little bit off. That's yeah. usually why they're just too wrapped. Dr. Melissa, will you, will you stay with us into the break? Sure. Awesome. Uh, you're listening to Running Flat Radio on AM800 CKLW. No radio? No worries. You can listen to AM800's live online stream anywhere, anytime. Tune in at AM800CKLW.com. Lover. 
Don't miss the first annual Kingsville Folk Music Festival. Stroll the Artisan Village, sample local food, wines, brews, and experience music ranging from folk to country, blues to roots, rockabilly to bluegrass, and everything in between. Don't miss performances from Bruce Coburn, Jane Sibbery, Fred Penner, and more. Weekend and day passes available. Kids under 16 are free with an adult. The first annual Kingsville Folk Music Festival, August 8th through 10th at Lakeside Park. Visit kingsvillefolkfest.org. Brought to you by Ontario. Yours to discover. OCAF and AM800. It's 7.30. From the AM800 News Center, your number one news source in Windsor, Essex. An information update with Paul Pedro. The woman who was attacked with a hammer in Windsor almost two weeks ago has died. The violent attack happened at a home in the 900 block of Reedmere Road, June 26th. Officers found the 85-year-old woman lying in the hallway with obvious trauma. Her 54-year-old son, Damien Hawley, is now charged with first-degree murder. Three family members who got out of their burning home on Ferndale Avenue in Windsor yesterday can thank their lucky stars they had a working smoke alarm. Fire crews have been sweeping the city for over a year now, installing smoke alarms at homes that don't have the proper number of working alarms, and installed this one June 12th. And a rally was held at the University of Windsor today to support faculty members who are in a labor dispute with the school. The Windsor University Faculty Association is calling for a fair bargaining process to reach a collective agreement. Bargaining continues today. AM 800 Sports, the Tigers host the Dodgers tonight. Right now, the Tigers are trailing already. 5-0, bottom of the first. Jays are in L.A. again late tonight. And Germany destroyed Brazil 7-1 today to advance to the World Cup final on Sunday against either Argentina or Holland. From the AM800 Weather Center tonight, a 40% chance of showers and a risk of a thunderstorm, but clearing near midnight, gusty wind becoming light near midnight, and a low of 15. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud, 30% chance of showers and a high of 22. Right now in Windsor, Essex, 25 Celsius, that is 77 Fahrenheit. I'm Paul Pedro, AM800 News. When you're able to focus your mind and your body, anything is possible. From 5K runs to half marathons to the full 26.2 miles. We talk about it all on Running Flat Radio, Tuesdays, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. <laughs> I hope that's not a reflection upon me, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to Running Flat Radio. Uh, Chris Zinski, Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star, uh, Dr. Melissa uh, Kitatillo is in the studio with us. We're talking about eye health. And you know, one of the things that, you know, when you're doing a long run on a summer day and the sweat's pouring off your brow, it's going into your eyes, it stings, awesome it feeling. stings. <laughs> and then you're trying to figure out, okay. With your wet shirt. Oh, yeah. Do, do I use the, the corner of my elbow that already has like like 60 proof, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> SPF on it and you're trying to wipe it off and you're making it even worse and it's even hurting more and, and, and you know, I, Eye health, eye health. We want to have healthy eyes. Like we, all, you know, we flush them out as mm-hmm. runners. We try to wash our face. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and like in that situation, I'll hit mm-hmm. a Tim's and 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 kind of wash wash my eyes out. But but what do you do? How do you? How well, do you... first you can stick out your tongue and just lick some of that sweat <laughs> off, and that helps. <laughs> wow. You need some of the extra the extra salt in the uh, the body. Obviously, uh, we can get in the sunglasses and. And headbands and that sort of thing. There's a lot of actually good sort of sweatbands um, to go around the hair because a lot of it's coming from sort of the hair and and that sort of thing. But there's a lot of sunglasses too that actually come with. Um, there's like little foam pieces that go all the way around that are kind of or foam or rubber, and it just kind of helps with the sweat 
going into the eyes and that oh, kind of cool. helps with that so that's that is a, the big difference too a lot where you just kind of mentioned when you get sunglasses from you know one place versus another you know something that's made specifically for runners which a lot of um, I guess a lot of Oakley's come with that that's what we carry a lot of right now um just because i'm a runner and i know a lot about it so i carry things that are good for me because mm-hmm. i feel like they work um and that's one of the things that works in that aspect well you gotta admit nothing's worse than going out buying a pair of sunglasses going for a run and, and they're, they're brutal yeah, yeah. They're yeah, and I used to have that face. where it didn't work, and now I found quite a few that do work, and those mm-hmm. are the things that do work with the different the air pockets, the sort of um, little ridge that they have, um, get, making sure they're wrapped, the different color lenses and stuff that you talked about as well. Um, I think you talked about different tints at different times of the day. And, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we, we should maybe even talk about, like, this is summer running. Let's mm-hmm. talk about maybe what, what, what's different in the fall, the spring, and especially the winter. Yeah, different. I think uh, one of the big misconceptions is, oh, you don't need to wear sunglasses in the winter. Not really sure why, but I get that almost every single day. Um, even just this week, I was telling someone, you know, make sure you, you get these sunglasses and you wear them all year long. And they were surprised. They were shocked. Um, but the fact is that in the winter when you have a lot of there's it's snowing you're getting a lot of reflection off the snow and you're almost getting double the uv mm-hmm. rays that are reflected into the eye which is causing can cause even more damage so no matter what season it is um you should really be wearing sunglasses and the other sort of misconception too is when it's cloudy the uv is coming through don't think you don't need to wear them that you're still getting really? the uv that's coming through you still the can uv get is still coming through on a cloudy oh, yeah. day yes it still is so a lot of the times what you can do is you can kind of go by the UV index, but my rule is sunny, it's daytime, I'm popping them on. Mm-hmm. I know it, my husband knows it, my kids, we just we just do it. The best way to to really help your eyes from um, getting any eye diseases from the UV rays is just put them on, protection, prevention. So mm-hmm. al- I'm always about prevention. That's really, really important. Why treat something after mm-hmm. if you, you know, treat the disease when we can prevent the disease if we know all this knowledge and let's face it getting a pair of sunglasses pretty easy to do you know it's so easy yeah it's easy and we have so many choices and let's be blunt about it the disease is blindness Uh, some of the diseases some of them can lead to blindness cataracts in particular um it's sort of a clouding of the lens inside the eye and there can be surgery done macular degeneration is one of those where over time i can cause damage and it can cause central vision loss where your whole central vision you can't see it, it goes missing and that's one of the traumatic things we need to deal with on a regular basis i do at the office and it's very um heartbreaking when, when you see it when well, now we know all these things that we could have done yeah. you know there's other factors that are involved in some of these diseases as well it's not just uva but that's one of the common ones and uh definitely has an effect where where is the industry going from here like when you see innovation going on with with the lenses for sports and for running is is there any new innovation that that's coming down like a number of years ago Nike came out with the uh the contact lenses that 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 came in yeah. two different shades and i mean i, I wore right. i wore those for a while i have those uh, but, for but, a few people but yeah those were really really tough to take out i'll tell you right now i couldn't even get them in oh my gosh <laughs> i tried the problem with the contacts we found was it was a really neat idea i tried them on too and i was like oh yeah it seems neat but then again you talked about sweat well when you have a contact in your eye and then mm-hmm. even regular runners that wear contacts you know if you're getting the sweat in your eyes as well it's just like an, an extra factor but really it's just a different 
options um, that the frames are coming with the lightweight, the wraps, the polarized lenses, the different tints for, let's say, golfing versus running versus nighttime running versus daytime running versus cloudy running or cloudy day running. So we, I think we um, I was talking a little bit earlier about polarized lenses. Mm-hmm. So polarized lenses essentially um, decreases any reflection off surfaces coming into the eye. So it decreases glare. So if you're very light sensitive, which I am, I love polarized lenses. If you're, if it's a snowy day, if it's a bright day, or if you're running by the water, or if you're even a boater, let's say, mm-hmm. all that reflection is just diminished. So not only is the lens tinted, so the gray tint or brown tint, whatever it may be, also that glare is gone. And once people put them on in the office and take a look outside, it's just like, it's a miracle. People don't realize that that glare actually is really causing a lot of squinting, which is causing discomfort when you're running. If you're squinting and you're running, also causing wrinkles because you're squinting, but you know, the light sensitivity, it causes a lot of tension in your, in your face and your forehead kind of thing. It just causes strain that's unneeded, especially when you're running and you just want to, just want to (laughs) run. You don't want to be causing any tension to your face. And and what about transition type of Transition um, is usually used in a prescription pair of glasses that changes color, you know, as you go out. Um, It is good for certain people if you have a prescription, you want to do that. And if you can find the proper frame, which we do carry a lot that are wrapped um, to make sure you can get that in there. And that's fine as well. They all have the protection there. It's just what's better for the comfort level. So if someone has really dark eyes and a lot of the times and just doesn't notice any issues with the glare, which sometimes happens, um, they may choose a transition because they have a really thick prescription and they, you know, that's their option and we go that way as well. But optimally polarized is fantastic. So if you're going in for, to, to get a pair of running glasses mm-hmm. to, to the Amherstburg Vision Center, what, what's the price range starting to... Oh, <laughs> you're asking the wrong person. Um, <laughs> should have came in with some pricing. Um, it really just depends what, what frame you pick and what your prescription right. is. I can't even really answer that because you can go from having no prescription to having a minus eight prescription being really, really nearsighted and that price is going to change um, based on that because we're going to, if you're really nearsighted, let's say we want to get the thinnest, lightest for running and then we have to pick a proper frame where we can get that frame wrapped in that prescription. It's a really hard answer i couldn't even really tell you at this point and are you training for anything this year <laughs> i thought you were gonna ask you that well, we have to uh, ask you that. <laughs> um i've been running a little bit more and i would like to I, I did one half marathon right before i had my first son and that's what i would like to do again i said next year i said next year in the next uh, 12 months i would like to do my next half and Excellent. what do you like and what do you like about running i just i just feel great I just run. I feel great. I feel free. Just I think those endorphins get running and it just makes me feel good about myself. It is great. I've always since I was great. I think the first time I ran cross country and track in grade six, (laughs) I've been running. (laughs) That's it. And and what is if you're if you're seeing a client who wants to start running, Mm -hmm. what's some advice you would give them? Um, Just to about running in particular, about vision. Um, I would just say, you know, get out there and take your time. I I have some friends that, you know, always ask about it. You know, they Mm -hmm. haven't run yet. And it's always just take baby steps, just run up the street, you know, because I have one actually really good friend that just hated to run. And it was just like, okay, let's just run up the block. Then let's run around the block. (laughs) And then once she got used to it, then she wanted to, I think she's actually going to try to do do a half marathon. I'm like, you know, it's just take baby steps. It is a big thing to get into. And it's a lot of, but once you do it and you just feel good, you feel good about yourself and it really helps you get in the shape and get your, your cardio up. It just... 
It's a good thing to do. And, and do you usually run with somebody else or do you run by yourself? Um, I run by myself a lot, but actually recently I've been running with one of the neighbors just to try to nice to get some, get me motivated a little bit with yep. two babies and not sleeping for a couple, <laughs> three years. Yep. <laughs> it's nice to be accountable. That's one thing I, I find too, being accountable to somebody sometimes when you're like, okay, let's go on Mondays. And I know for sure I'm going on Mondays because you don't want to disappoint. Him. I don't want to disappoint somebody else, but makes a big difference. It does. It does. And you know, it's funny when you said about the baby steps, because that seems to be a common thing. I always catch myself saying to people, just give it three or four weeks. Don't bail on me. Yep. Give it three yep. or four weeks. Because yeah, you know what? It's hard at the beginning. Yep. And First hurts. day is always hard. Yeah, it's brutal. Yep. And then you know what? It gets easier. But, you know, sometimes they're looking at me after they've had that first run and they didn't enjoy one moment of it. <laughs> and I'm like, just come back. You're going to like it. And you know what? The majority of them do come back yeah. and they do stick it. But it's hard because the look in their face, they're going, yeah. I hate this. You Once know? you fall in love with running, though, it's... It's true. Something just thirty years, 31 years I've been in love with running now. It's, you that's know, awesome. It's hard to get out of it. But, but it is a social event. Absolutely. It is a social event because it is such a solitary sport that we actually do... We, we almost crave kind of running with other folks. Like, like I yep. do uh, the Friday nights with the Amherstburg Running Club, mm-hmm. um, you know, where, where we all get together because we go for, a, you know, a beverage after or a meal after. And uh, it's always around Amherstburg yep. where we're always in one of the restaurants, you know, trying to trying to spread the uh, the, the business around. And, and But it's, it's, it's a camaraderie. And right? I mentioned to you our Thursday nights are always a hit with Kelly's crew because we do hills, which everyone hates. But, hills. Yeah, they're hard. So we spin it. It's hills and beers. Everyone knows you go and you work your butt off on that hill and then yep. you go and you have a beer. And, and that's social time. And it's, it kind of makes it all worthwhile in the end. Dr. Melissa, thank you very much for joining us this week. Thank you for having it's, me. It's uh, it's always great to talk about the eyes because you only have one set. Mm-hmm. You want to keep both healthy. <laughs> you want to keep them both healthy. You, you want to go see your optometrist how often? Every year. And, and don't buy your sunglasses on Telegraph. Right? Don't don't go to don't go to the <laughs> Shell on Telegraph and, and buy your sunglasses. And what you need to do is is you need to really make sure that. You know, when you go for that long run on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, you know, and the night before you kind of you kind of lay everything mm-hmm. out, you know, because you don't want to be fumbling at five o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning, you know, make sure you put your glasses there. Yep. You know, and, and a good hat, you know, that's good. That's also going to cover over your yeah. nose and I'm everything else. I'm a big else, hat you know? person. I agree yeah. with that. So, you know, make sure you have a hat. Make sure you you, you, you have sunscreen. Make sure you, um, you're, you're properly prepared for that, that, that run on that day. And uh, a, a part of the equipment is... Sunglasses mm-hmm. or eye protection. Yep. Could be raining. <laughs> well, it could be raining. <laughs> it could be raining. Well, thank you very much, Melissa. Thank and you. you are listening to Running Flat Radio. We'll be right back with Michael Doyle from Canadian Running Magazine. Now, you wouldn't believe it if I told you that I can run like the wind blows. that day on, if I was going somewhere, I was running. It's storm season. Will you know what to do if the power goes out? Here are some quick tips from Anwen. Turn off all stoves and burners. Travel only if you need to. Check to make sure your neighbors are okay. Stay away from downed power lines and anything they touch. And call Enwin if you spot electrical hazards. Most of all, stay calm. We're already working to restore your power. 
This is Barbara Pierce Marshall from Inside Enwin, delivering an important public safety message. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. 40% chance of showers and a risk of a thunderstorm tonight, but clearing near midnight. Gusty wind becoming light near midnight, a low of 15. Mix of sun and cloud tomorrow, a 30% chance of showers, a high of 22. Clear Wednesday night, a low of 12. Lots of sunshine on Thursday and Friday, high of 25 on Thursday, 27 on Friday. Once again, tonight, a 40% chance of showers and a risk of a thunderstorm, but clearing near midnight. Gusty wind becoming light near midnight and a low of 15. The number one morning show. The morning drive. We are good to go. Mike K. Cook and Lisa Williams. On the next show, we're going to talk about good luck charms. Apparently, Mike will be receiving a new good luck charm for the Tigers. A listener has made one for him and will be delivering it at 6.50, so tune in to find out what it is. And do you have a good luck charm at 7.20? We want to know what it is. Do you carry it with you at all times or bring it out just for special occasions? The morning drive. Weekday mornings, 5 till 9 on AM 800. Hey Canada, it's race time. Tuesdays this summer on CTV. Go! The race is back. Yeah! New teams. Come on, baby, we're killing it. New adventures. Jump! No limits. I'm John Montgomery. Pack your bags for an adventure that you'll never forget. The Amazing Race Canada is back. Starting tonight at 9 on CTV. Compelling talk radio. Local news updates. Weather, sports, fun, contests, expert advice, technology tutorials, intriguing sci-fi experiences, even movie reviews are all in one spot, making your search easy and interactive. At AM 800, we are just a radio station. We are your radio station. It's quick, it's instant, it's fast. Visit our new and improved website and stay connected to what's happening around us. It's easier. You can find out what's happening right then and there. Keep you up on current events. Check out am800cklw.com today. Afternoon news. It's always good to know what's going on. To get a lot of information. Three solid hours of local news, weather, sports, traffic, and business. On the next show, an attempt is underway to unionize junior hockey players. We'll learn more from Unifor at 3.20, plus the DVD report at 4.20. And the Windsor Spitfires Foundation is holding a black tie tailgate. We'll learn more from Chair Bob Ugner at 5.50. And as always, the latest in news, weather, sports, traffic, and business. The Afternoon News, weekdays 3 till 6 on AM 800. Helping you achieve your personal best. This is Running Flat Radio with Chris Yazinski on AM 800. Or for the environment. Or for animals. They just couldn't believe that somebody would do all that running for no particular reason. Why are you doing this? I just felt like running. I just felt like running. It's you. I can't believe it's really you. For some reason what I was doing seemed to make sense to and I ran, and I ran, and I ran. You're listening to uh, Running Flat Radio, Chris Yuzinski, Kelly Steele. Uh, Running Flat Radio is is a weekly show. It's only one hour long on Tuesday nights. And and the whole idea is to, to kind of maybe inspire the person to, to start running, uh, maybe kind of demystify the ideas of, of what happens in running, and uh, and educate you, just, mm-hmm. just so you simply know. So when you go to that 5K in your community, and, and you, know, you know what to expect. 
And you know, a lot of new runners are really nervous about asking the questions because no one ever wants to look like they're asking that dumb question. Right. But the point is, we've heard every question. We've probably asked it ourselves, right? And it's the only way you're going to learn you ask those questions. Yeah. So you know, let, let's talk about... Like a simple thing like, where do you put a bib on Well, hands, exactly. Right? So bibs in the front. Um, you know, bibs are always and not in, under seven layers of clothing. No, no, bibs are always in the front. And they're visible for a lot of reasons. One is for your safety. Uh, one is for uh, our knowledge that people who are supposed to be on the course are on the course, mm -hmm. and uh, and that your timing chips are also embedded in that bib. And we need that in the front, so when you're crossing the mats, that it gets picked up. When you talk about new technology, that, by the way, is one of my favorites. The fact that the timing chip is now in the bib, and I don't have to have something strapped on my shoe or around my ankle. I used to, back in the day, you'd run a marathon, be exhausted. You have to wait while someone was trying to undo your shoe yeah. and take the timing chip off. I love the new bibs. Yeah, or, or even before that, where people would actually have a pencil and they'd write your time down <laughs> as you're crossing, right? Yeah, a now, lot now has you're dating yourself, Chris. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. But a lot has changed in it running has. over the last uh, 20 years or so. But, you know, so bibs in the front. The other thing, too, that, that you know, there's chip time. And then, and then there's just an overall start time, yes. right? So it's, it's important that everyone understand that when you're at a race, it can be chip timed or it could be just a mass start with a chip finish. Yep. So Peely, for instance, because it's a very small run with like 300 runners, it is just a start time mm -hmm. and then a chip finish. But typically all of our other races uh, that we do, except, except Peely because of the, the oddity of it, um, is all mat to mat. So, you know, just because it takes you 20 seconds, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute to get through that start shoot, it's okay because there's a chip time of yep. when you actually cross and then when you finish. And a lot of new runners don't know that and, it, and it's okay, but that's, that's part of the technology that, that we're, we're trying to, just like we're trying to also yep. make sure that as you cross the finish line, that your results get emailed to you instantly. That's pretty cool. Um, we're what, trying not to post results at any of our races, believe it or not. Which is good, because you know what? It was always a challenge to get around that piece of paper and see your time. But when you talk about the, the mass start uh, compared gun versus chip time, I remember one of my first uh, Detroit marathons. Um, I didn't really know the difference, and I had to go to the washroom before the race started. And as I'm <laughs> in the Portageon, I know big you, big news there that I'm in the Portageon. Did you have a GoPro? I didn't have a GoPro, thank gosh, this time. But I'm sitting in the Portageon, and I hear the race start, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So, it, you know, it wasn't like an easy start. I had to come out and run around. I remember how panicked I was. Everyone was gone. But then someone kind of pulled me aside and said, you know, your time doesn't start until you hit that mat. I was <laughs> so thankful. It was pretty embarrassing, though. No, but it's true. It, it is it, true. And, and, and hopefully this story will translate to folks who are going to do maybe their, their first 5K over the next mm -hmm. couple of weeks or, or their, you know, their first 10K, whatever it is. And, you know, what we're trying to do with this show is really going to educate you so, you know, you can go forth and educate more people mm -hmm. and we can get mm -hmm. more people running in this community and more people healthier in this community. That's the yep. bottom line to this entire show. And when you say about, about things that like new runners don't know, another big thing that I always teach people is the fact that you have to actually train with water. You can't just show up race day and start chugging water. If you've never ran and, and drank it, it's going to kill you because your stomach's not going to be, it's not going to kill you, but it's going to be hard in your body because you're yep. not used to doing that. And But I think a lot of people don't realize that, yeah, everything you're putting into your body during a run, you have to train it over the course of training runs to get there. 
Yeah, which brings me to another issue that 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 occur well it occurs almost at every race where we have a lot of heat issues. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, when, when you sit down and boil down the issues involving why a runner is having a heat issue, like a, like an overheating issue, like a, like a like almost like a heat stroke type of yep. type of scenario, a lot of it is I didn't have breakfast. Yep. I didn't drink anything before the race. I showed up here. I did the race, mm-hmm. and as I was coming in, I was getting all lightheaded. Yep. You know, they're not even sweating. You know, the, you know, there's all kinds of telltale issues. The eating issues. is huge. The eating is Absolutely. huge. So many new runners. Do, it's like they don't think that their body is going to be able to handle eating anything before it, and they don't realize that your body's actually going to work better because you're probably going to train for the ten weeks leading up to your five k. So every morning you get up before you run, you eat something. Then your body knows how to digest it. But you're absolutely right. I hear it constantly. You know, how come you're not feeling well? Did you eat? Well, no, you know, and then it's like, you're like a car. You're, you run out of steam, you know, heat exhaustion. Yeah. So in. I didn't eat, I didn't drink any water before <laughs> the event. And I, you know, I, I drank a little bit of water while I was on the course yeah. and, and I'm kind of looking, I'm going like, so what did you expect was going to happen? Yeah. Like realistically yeah. uh, uh, at this, at this event, I mean, you need to put the fuel in the, in the tank, uh, you know, a couple hours beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, stabilize your stomach. You you know, show up to the event. You, you gotta you gotta eat something, runners. You yeah. gotta you gotta. Well, the other one, that. the other one with the water, and women in particular will say, "I don't want to drink water before before the race because then I'm going to have to go to the washroom." Well, you know what? It would be better to have to go to the washroom than to pass out on the course because you're dehydrated. Right. Right. And and, and again, it, you have to find out where your limits are. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't want to drink too much and get all sloshy. Yep. You know, uh, during your during your run, and and you want and you want to try those things out on your own mm-hmm. while you're training. Yep. You, you want to you know say okay, I'm going to try Infinite as my product yep. uh, for for my long runs, or I want to stick with Gatorade, or I want to go with other brands, and and you want to try that long before you show up uh, to the event. Mm-hmm. And that's the critical thing is that, you know, you know your body the best, but... um, And that goes with everything, you know. I've had runners say to me too, well, my friend takes these goos, so I took this goo during my race. And, you know, of course, they got the cramps and everything else because they've (laughs) never, ever had a goo in their life, but their friend took it and their friend swore by it, right? Absolutely. And you can't do that. And you're searching for that porta john. Absolutely. <laughs> it's funny how your body reacts to stuff. And, and you know, and, and goo is a, a great supplier to us. And, and it's it's no offense to goo. It's it's all about doing different things yep. at a race when you really should be just doing the same old, same old that you've been training with, that you're comfortable with. Because you don't want to worry about things like that. You just want to worry about having fun yep. and enjoying the course, enjoying the music, you know, and, and checking out the scenery. That That's what you want to do. You want to enjoy the experience. Mm-hmm. You don't want to not feel well yep. uh, during that process. So, you know, this, this this whole rant is really all about, you know, make sure that you eat something in the morning. Make sure you're, you're drinking some, your, your fluid levels are, are topped up, mm-hmm. uh, that they're not sloshing around, that you're not overhydrating, and uh, and that you're prepared to, to go out and do whatever you're going to do that day, whether it's a half or a 10 or a five. And I totally agree with you with uh, the hat issue. I've always, I had a heat stroke once, Boston, you know, one of the most important races of my life. And I got heat stroke, passed out on the side of the road. Why? I wasn't wearing a hat. It was like a hundred out and I wasn't wearing a hat. My reasoning was, well, you know what? I, I never trained in one, so I'm not going to. It was stupid. And since that day, I wear a hat. My hat is awesome. You know, I've went into water sprinklers and scooped my hat into the water, put it on my head. People have been washing their cars like my hat has <laughs> seen so many hoses. But, you know, my hat, I've never had heat stroke since I've worn my hat. It's religiously now. 
Yeah, you know, at Running Flat, we, we've 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 tossed around the idea of 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 developing a, a new hat, uh, you know, that we we can we can bring to races. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's still maybe a really good possibility. We're we're playing with a couple right now. I love that, hats. That, that not that... visors, hats. Correct. Visors. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm surprised the people who wear visors because, except for covering your face, that's a try they don't thing. cover the. They are. It, it is a try thing. It's You're a try right. thing. But I don't get it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because the rest of your head's baking. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll we'll work on hats. We'll, we'll definitely work on hats, and, and within the next, uh, I'd say next couple of weeks, we're going to be releasing our our T-shirt and 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 tech shirt designs for Run for Heroes. Nice. Um, so that'll be really cool. Uh, I was showing designs. some people your new uh, the color run shirts. People are loving them. Those yep. are gorgeous shirts this year. Yeah, and 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 the fabrics are unbelievable. Oh, it's a great fabric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they've really gone to a super high end uh, shirt and. Uh, it's a fabulous fabric. So uh, next couple of weeks, you'll see from us uh, the final the final versions of the kids marathon, mm-hmm. uh, which has got a huge take up right now, and um, I can't wait to see you know hundreds upon hundreds of little kids oh, you know great. running running through Amherstburg and getting a marathon medal. Um, the one thing that that we are doing that uh, has been uh, really well taken. Uh, picked up is is the run for heroes superheroes 5k mm-hmm. um in in downtown amherstburg and, and really it's all about kind of dressing up as your favorite villain or dressing up as, as your idea. favorite superhero and then that's Chance the same, to be a kid again exactly right? and at that same time we're actually going to do the uh the kids marathon they're all they're all kind of uh, working together on saturday you've been listening to running flat radio on am 800 cklw thanks kelly uh, yeah. join us next week uh same station same time and keep running and that's all I have to say about that. And that's the end of it. End of episode. Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski. Tuesday night, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Running Flat Radio is a paid program. Local news is next on AM 800 CKLW, the information station.